0: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Barkley put it (laughs) looking like another Grease Paul night in Philly. Philly, Philly, thanks. Yo, welcome in, everybody. Come one, come all, to episode 41 of the Grease Paul podcast. However, you're taking part, I appreciate you doing so and starting your week. With me here, as always, you can follow along on IG at Grease Paul Podcast. now on Twitter as well, at Grease Paul Pod. Follow along there, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes are available every Monday. This, we can finally... I like today's episode. I like it a lot. I like every episode, but this one... I am very, very happy to be able to put this shit in the rear view uh, after we go off the air today and finally move on to NFL draft stuff. Like, I've been in the starting chip away at, at watching tape on guys and things of that nature and putting the big board together and yada, yada. And meanwhile, it's like you, you know, you do the inner sandman, one eye open because you got to keep an eye on what the hell's going on with the ginger crybaby who is now the fuck out of town. Justin, but before we get into that, you educated me um, as we were talking before we came on, and I had never heard this term before. Although I I've done it, uh, hate uh, hate eating. Yeah, but it was you used it in the term hate ate because it was a past tense, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's one of my favorite things I've ever heard (laughs) because I I knew exactly like I without knowing the term I was like I fucking have been there. Yeah. I've so been there. So, I hate drink, too. Well, always. Which is... N- right. You never want to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, basically, drinking is, I hate myself, which is slightly different. Right. But it's just for some frame of reference, uh, I was telling Corey that I am no longer Twinkie guy. It took a good portion of my life to become not Twinkie guy. Right. Thank Lord, I am no longer <laughs> Twinkie guy. But uh, So I like to go to the clearance section. And of course. oftentimes, like Hostess and all those other things pop up in there for, you know, reasonably cheaper. Right. Like anywhere from 50 cents to 75 cents cheaper. Still. It's like, you know what? I'll take the chance.
0: Win, dude. Right?
1: You take the chance on some sort of delicious cake.
0: Right. It's a gamble on a budget, right. you know?
1: And so uh, everybody in the house here likes pumpkin spice, except your boy. Yep. Uh but I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this this pumpkin spice Twinkie. Maybe it's okay. <laughs> nah, I was wrong. Mistake one. I was like, okay. So, you know what? Everybody else here loves those. I'll just leave them for everybody else. There's three right. people here. There's seven more Twinkies. That shouldn't be a, pro- be a They'll problem have for fun. everybody else. Yes. That, everybody else can have fun for once. Right. I cannot Le- destroy these things. Yeah, leave
0: the good snacks to me.
1: Yes. Uh like, three, four days later, there's still seven Twinkies. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> if I get any anything else, they're gone <laughs> within a second.
0: Yeah. Not the pumpkin spice Twinkies. The fam never eats what you want them to eat. Right. They always eat what you're, when you go and you open the cabinet of the fridge, what you're looking for first, somebody's always beat you to. Yep. And it is, I'm convinced that is probably how Chris Benoit happened. <laughs> 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 you know? Somebody <laughs> did. Somebody took his Twinkies. Yeah, somebody didn't eat his Pumpkin Spice Twinkies. And he was like, God damn it, I got to eat these they motherfuckers eat o- now. O-hos. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Pumpkin Spice was really a thing when when Benoit <laughs> happened. But Pumpkin Spice brings up an interesting one, though. Where are you at with Red Velvet?
1: Depends on the product. Okay. Because Red Velvet done right
0: is incredible. Okay. It's Great. Give me the elevator pitch because these I feel like are the two, like if we're going like white people types of foods, red velvet pumpkin spice there. and red velvet are right there. Red velvet is, if you
1: get a red velvet cake, good. Okay. Basically all the knockoff red velvet stuff, don't bother. Okay. I got, I guess probably in the same vein, I, I took the risk on like red velvet cupcakes from Hostess. Right. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. Red velvet is a good flavor. Yeah. Nah. Subpar. Subpar. <laughs> uh, like I said, it has to be, you have to come correct with red velvet. And really, the only way to do red velvet correctly is a cake. Okay. I've had things that have been decent flavored. Like, I think the red velvet Oreos were okay, but I think that was the oh, only person in me. Oh, yeah. I, you know, sometimes Whitey comes out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it does. It, <laughs> it Oreos, I feel like, you know Lady Gaga has Oreos out now. Yes and they look I'm not trying to be weird here but I am a. am pro Gaga okay yeah, she's great I I dig her um across the board I'm a fan but which I never was until I saw her in American Horror Story and I was like yo okay she's a badass I'm I'm in yeah but I saw him the other day and I didn't I was like wait what <laughs> when did she get oreos man and then like you look them up and it's like the flavor is it's just it seems like it's like a food coloring deal. Like okay, we took the golden Oreos, you remember those, which yeah. get them out of here anyway. Seriously. They're not like nah. bad, but they're not you they're cannot not Oreos.
1: Don't call them Oreos. Please don't Stop. fuck
0: with the Oreo ever. Yeah. Like it's okay. I love a I love a Halloween Oreo mm-hmm. because I don't know like ooh, flyer's colors. <laughs> like I, I don't know, but like it, even the Christmas ones or whatever, like I'm fine if you tweak the color of the filling a little bit. Mhm. You know, seasonal, I get it. You got to try to make money, even though you're fucking Oreo. You're making money anyway. At this
1: point, stop.
0: Why would you? You're a 10. Why would you try and be like, oh, we're going to be an 11? They have, you're good. Like, there's too much plastic surgery.
1: And they've just done entirely too, like, there was Swedish fish flavored ones. And no, I tried them because no. me. Like, <laughs> I love a nice Swedish fish. I was like, this can't be good. I guess I better buy them and find out.
0: Well, you got to I mean, try. I
1: correct. <laughs>
0: Were they so? What was it like? Chocolate cookie, and Swedish fish, cream?
1: Yeah, and I mean, oh, uh, yeah, oh, and then of course there's uh, obligatory pumpkin spice. There's of the candy corn ones. Nah, man, like okay, no,
0: I, your boy fucks with some candy corn.
1: Yeah, but candy corn flavor?
0: I won't do that though. No, See? that can they have to be the actual candy corn? If you're not, if it's not candy corn itself, get it out of here. There is a Hershey's puts a bar out that has candy corn chunks in it, Uh-oh. and it's not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. But because I saw one, was like, oh, I have to I have to. I'm like it's not bad, but I would I would rather opt for the candy corn itself,
1: which is seasonal, which means you can like yes. not be gross guy. At yeah, least, you right, know, exactly. Ground. They're
0: gonna take it away from you. <laughs> yes. So unless you like load up strategically.
1: I'm buying five bags right now. <laughs> you're you're
0: going to have to you're going to have to find something else. Yeah. When it's not October. <laughs> but no, I agree, man. And and I think see red velvet I've never been big on uh pumpkin spice can just fuck all the way off. Mm-hmm. I will admit I'm a little bit of a the birthday cake flavor deal that's become kind of a craze lately. Yeah. Give me all of that. Give me all that, because I love some cake. Like, cake and ice cream, <laughs> you give me a choice. It's not even the debate, dude. Ice cream can get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. Give me cake all day, dude. I, I'm i all about the birthday cake what's shit. What's
1: funny is my wife is huge ice cream. Like, she's okay. way into ice cream. And it's like, I don't know, man. I'm a cake or
0: pie guy. 100 percent i I don't even think it's a debate dude obviously i'll eat ice cream look at me i got here somehow i i'm not turning it away either but if i'm gonna go purchase or i'm picking but if i show up if i show up with cake or pie instead of ice cream right the the, the end of the world has happened yes (laughs) yeah dude yeah i'm with you man it 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 key lime pie. I've oh, been wanting yes. a good piece of key lime pie since you the had other to, week. Yeah, yeah. Since to bring we it were up. on it, I thought about it. Look, I think about. I thought about it earlier today. I was like, I need to find somewhere to get a good slice of key lime pie because it's been been a minute. Yes, been a minute, and I could use some of that in my life because, fucking, why 20, do you? Twenty one is only
1: a hair better than twenty. Yeah,
0: 21. why would you never not need key lime pie in your also life? Also true. For Christ's sake.
1: Now they they have. I don't. I forget the brand, but they have like the uh, the freezer key limes, and I, I'm not gonna tell them to fuck off because it's still key lime. Yeah, but it's like bare minimum.
0: It's you know? imposter. It's yeah. imposter. Like it doesn't know it's an imposter because it didn't ask to be here. But it it you look sideways at it.
1: It's like yeah, you know what? Yeah, like yeah. if I get hard up enough for key lime pie, which. I might be getting there. I, I don't know when the last time I had key lime pie. It's been a minute.
0: It was November for me.
1: <laughs> he knows exactly. <laughs> that, he has a notebook that he just brought out. <laughs> He knows exactly what. Well. It is
0: so fucking sad I know this. It is so fucking <laughs> sad I know this. But not cuz that's the kind of key lime pie the ready made in the the cardboard triangle. Mm-hmm. That's the kind you eat that that gets used a plastic fork, gets used with that. Right. You're not you're not the fine china doesn't get used for 1.99 key lime pie out right. of the freezer.
1: And those those are just stopgaps.
0: That's all it is. That's till you can Band-aids. get like, the real deal. Good shit.
1: And who knows when that comes around. Right. I've had my fair share of lemon meringue lately
0: lemon meringue is always good it,
1: but it's still not key lime it's not like it's not It never will be i i like a nice nice lemon meringue but the more i have lemon meringue i'm like man
0: i need the more you want key lime, key lime because the runner ups never the gold medal winner right
1: and the, the more i have lemon meringue the more mer- the meringue is starting to piss me off <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> like I used to love me some like the meringue. Like yeah. the higher the better. Yeah. Yes. Nah. Not now anymore.
0: no, you're not. You're not what I want. Let's get though. to the lemon.
1: You <laughs> like are. That's what I
0: want. <laughs> you're a, you're a placeholder. And is I, what you are. And
1: I think that is one thousand percent the fact that I have not had key lime in so long. Right. That I'm getting mad at lemon ring for having so much meringue on it.
0: <laughs> Cuz I'm a child. No, but I get it, man. I get it. You get you get certain things in your head. Like I will think about food during the day because me. <laughs> and once you get your brain on something, it's really hard to like like you can eat other stuff in the interim. Mm-hmm. But it's not you're you're set on one thing until you have it. Mm-hmm. That's just God forbid if it's a sweet. God yeah. forbid if it's a sweet cuz yeah.
1: usually if it's like oh man I could go for some barbecue. Right. You can get like one of those
0: like that's easy to go get.
1: Yeah, like 3.99 tub.
0: Yeah, underrated in you a pinch it, by the way. It, yeah,
1: exactly. Like in a pinch like it will do. It yeah. will it will quell my desire for barbecue so I don't go to County or somewhere where I'm going to pay right.
0: too much. Right. Out the ass. It's great barbecue. It's so good. But you know the downside with County though because they normally are the option that uh they'd get you boys cash for the draft bender weekend because mm-hmm. uh, you can just get a ton of wings and they're solid for reasonable mm-hmm. the only downside is there though when you call in like you pick up they're gonna make you hang out for a little bit oh yeah oh yeah and it's like man like <laughs> I they're this the, shit jacksonville's on the. on the clock in 12 <laughs> minutes i need to get the fuck out of here they're on doordash now Really? Yes.
1: I've picked up from there. Yes. Ooh, okay. And on the door I haven't picked up oh, from there but it like is. two or three times. But so on. If you if you feel like going the lazy route and waiting
0: at home instead of there. Oh, all day. Yeah. Especially <laughs> for something like that. Like if you get me bogged down, I will like you will have made all this food and I will leave. Yes. I'll go to McDonald's and get a double QPC on the way home and still be fine. I'm just going to drink anyway and shit it all out the next day. <laughs> so what do I give a shit? I'm just buying wings to be courteous and because it's better football food. Yeah. You know, I want to eat wings and watch an old white guy call out names of people I may or may <laughs> not like for my team. And
1: it's <laughs> so, nice. I like, I like County's wings because they're smoked. Yes. So, like, that's They that's are very plus. good. Like, they're, they're very not my good. favorite, but it is a plus. They're solid. From, from a barbecue joint.
0: Yeah. I've never had anything bad from there. Do you go, as a side note... Because we have to branch off here now. Do you go for Carolina? Do you go like the saucy, like Memphis, Kansas City, or whatever? Do you prefer Carolina, like the vinegar? My I, answer here might might be an upset.
1: I, when I was a younger man, when I was a young lad, I couldn't stand the vinegar based. I couldn't. I hated, hated, hated. As I've grown older, I've I've grown to appreciate a vinegar base. Right. Uh, I'm still gonna t- I'm still gonna take ketchup based, in. The majority, okay, majority of cases, depending on how spicy you get, right. But if if my choice is between a Carolina, like county specific, a Carolina yeah. or your your base barbecue, I'll take Carolina all day.
0: Thank you. And I don't like. I, first of all, may we preface with neither one is a wrong answer. Oh no. But it's if if I have the option, give me the Carolina vinegar all day, dude. Yeah. All it, day, and like you said, and I never thought of that. Like eight year old me would have been like, "No, get that out of here."
1: I don't know what it is. You know, like, I think tastes it's like a it's, warhead. Yeah, I right. Because it's, it's vinegar,
0: and because and no. when you're a kid, everything's fun when it's got a condiment on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that's, yep. that's 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 all kids. Yep. You, know, you <laughs> just, mean just just let's put wet on everything. <laughs> you know, like I never got like the the when they give you the cups of ranch with pizza or whatever it is, man, like get, if you're, I don't care who it is, hot take, if you're dip ranch, dip your pizza in ranch, guy or gal, fuck off, because it's the, you have have toppings and sauce on there. You're destroying it. What do you need? Right, you're ruining it.
1: If you need something, I highly recommend you switch to hot sauce, because.
0: Okay, that, yes. Yes. Because hot
1: sauce will elevate as opposed to completely squashing flavor.
0: Hot sauce is an underrated condiment, dude. Oh, yeah. It doesn't get the love. It should. It's not in the ketchup or barbecue category, but it's...
1: And it will elevate almost everything. 100%, dude. Without completely drowning out the flavor that you're looking for
0: right it only adds and enhances to the experience Mm -hmm. it's so damn good dude i was gonna say something i saw uh joe is just making a fuck ton of moves right now in the fantasy hockey league and they they keep buzzing
1: oh you get to see all that
0: (laughs) yeah it i have it to where good god i sound phlegmy as shit right now (laughs) i've done a lot of clearing my nose in the mic so far today too so that's impressive for everybody to listen to i'm sure. But. I've got it set to where yeah everything like alerts me or whatever just because I made a move f- earlier, did you? <laughs> yeah, because maybe I, I saw it. I was at work though, and yeah. sometimes it's like being in Area 51 in there.
1: One of my goalies, Elvis, he uh, is on the week to so week. Oh shit! Instead of losing him because he's a decent keep, yeah, uh, I had to release somebody and pick up another keep. And now gotcha. I'm going to have to make another move because Panarin, I guess, is on a leave of absence. Yo. So shit came up about Russia.
0: Yeah. I have not. Uh, I have know. you looked into it a little bit? Because I got the alert and I assumed the way I should probably tread lightly here. I assumed based on the wording that it was... Uh. uh Rape charges, potentially, or rumors. Oh, I'm okay. not... I don't know. I didn't know the if you looked leg. into it more. Okay, gotcha.
1: All, all I saw was uh, he denies the... Because they didn't put everything. I didn't read the article. I just read the, the notification.
0: Same. I tried to open did, it, but I couldn't yeah. because <laughs> Norfolk Naval.
1: He des- he denied allegations, but he's taking an indefinite leave of absence or something. So, I,
0: Yeah, I saw he took a leave of absence, <laughs> and I thought about your, your fantasy team immediately. I have been... Uh, He's my number four pick. Right. He was the first. You can't lose the first rounder. I lost mine for a while, too, because he was hurt, Nate McKinnon. and He just came back. Your boys' team has been struggling. I started the year hot, and I've taken three L's in a row. Like, I went to bed last night, and I was tied with, with my guy, Mike, five to five. And I was like, okay, not terrible. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning. First thing I do every morning when I wake up is check. And I usually set my roster first thing, uh, may or may not be on the John, but I opened up the app and I was like, seven to three, I lost? What the fuck? Whoa. I'm like, shit, man. So I, your boy's been struggling. I've still got a playoff spot, but it's by like a pubic hair. I
1: was in a slugfest with Joe last week. Like initially he came out swinging. I I was losing like six, two. And then like the rest of the week, it was like five, five. Okay. And then Saturday I pulled ahead, and then the final score ended up being 6-3.
0: Okay. Your favor? Four and one. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. He's a – our guy Joe is tearing it up on the wire right now. Side note, did you see any of the game last night, Flyers-Bs?
1: No. uh, I was watching wrestling. Okay,
0: that's right. Chamber was was on. Yep. I saw Miz won the strap, which uh, I don't like. But –
1: designed that's by design is it no he's a bad guy no one's supposed to like that he won
0: i hate that guy man i hate that i just
1: he's really good at making people not like him
0: can we not does he still call his finisher the skull crushing finale
1: yeah i've never been i hate that that. i hate it dude never been a fan of that but no it's terrible the way he did it was in some of the heelish fashion ever so like okay you know oh it's gonna happen if you're gonna do it drew won the chamber Got the okay. hell beat out of him by Bobby Lashley. Okay. And then Miz came and cashed in.
0: <sighs> Fucking Miz, man. Well, <laughs> I
1: mean. Bad guy. Bad guy did bad things. His, yeah, I know. Like
0: I just don't like the dude. Uh, I don't like him. He's I, paid his dues.
1: I mean, 20, 2016, pretty much 2016 to 2019 Miz, like, I would have accepted this without question. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been like, yeah, he's doing his best work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, Miz. I'm like
0: Not so much really
1: cold right now, but he does it an immense it immediately. Everybody hates it.
0: Yeah, so I mean you got the reaction. He just seems like he's got a lot going on. He does. So which is why
1: he's everywhere.
0: Which is yeah, why they went with him. Exposure.
1: He's a bad guy that that people are gonna want to see lose at WrestleMania
0: makes sense. It makes sense, man, I guess. I just I They're
1: going to have fans at Mania. So my guess is McIntyre works his way back in and gets his moment with fans.
0: As he should. As he should. How many are the, is it still in or is it, they're doing in Tampa
1: again? Yeah, Raymond James, so I don't know what the I mean, you saw what the Super Bowl was able to do. So it right. would be similar to that, I'm sure.
0: Weird that Tampa of all places has become Cuz Florida. The mecca. Well, yeah, Desantis doesn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> but like you had, so Tampa's getting mania again this year. They didn't get it last year. Uh, they were doing it with ceiling fans. Yeah. But they so the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Gross. The Bolts won the Stanley Cup. Gross. Yeah. And the Rays were in the fucking World Series. Yeah. Very odd. That, Is it. The end of the world, weird. man.
1: Like, what's dude. Going on? Yeah,
0: man. Like, I mean, Tampa. That's where. Like, uh, them of all of all cities
1: creamsicle uniforms
0: amazing oh so good that team was ass oh the worst <laughs> historically bad like the worst Owen 26 like not good <laughs>
1: until they put like vinnie like the punchline of Vinny Testaverdi's career like that's where he started right it,
0: it was awful gross so bad he did better everywhere else <laughs> he went Except for when he was in Tampa, when he was young, when he was young in Tampa, and he was a pride, and he should have been decent, but they killed his career, and he went elsewhere to resurrect it. That dude was around for a while. Good God, yeah, Jesus, yeah, (laughs) Vinny fucking Testaverde, man. He was with the Jets, Dallas for a little bit, Carolina, I think, for a cup of coffee. Fucking hell, man.
1: Played in, um, he may have been in Cleveland. When they moved yes. to Baltimore. Yes, you're I'm right. pretty sure he, he wore was the a Browns Raven, too. And the Ravens uniform.
0: You're right. Yeah. He was taking snaps from fucking Steve Everett, I think. <laughs> Good God, what a time 1996 was. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Nice sidebars here. <laughs> right? I know. We've covered everything, man. We've covered everything. So why not cover what do we have uh, tomorrow for Gear Freaks for the folks? Yo.
1: Uh, your boys, the Gear Freaks, we, we've shown ourselves to be quite the softies. Uh, we have we come in every time we have somebody on <laughs> with the intent of destroying
0: just bullying people into being like your gear sucks
1: <laughs> and almost every time we come out you know what
0: <laughs> we're disarmed
1: so we got to talk avs
0: sweaters yeah. with charlene
1: yep and if you've never listened to the gear freaks i really recommend this one.
0: one hundred percent dude because
1: you know with with the aisles it was fun because it was mike powers yeah dude knows how to hold court and he just had a ton of gear and he was super geeked up yeah you know with the caps with joe like we were kind of on the fence with the caps anyway right it is fun to hear us have to kiss the rings with dennis <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta hear how we went from screw the avs to oh my god i might buy an av sweater you have to hear how that happens
0: yeah and it it's funny because i've ended up down a rabbit hole of av sweaters since that convo and it's because when we were you know we were setting up in the discord before and she kind of turned around and you know she had a sweater on she had patrick wah and when she turned around and nostalgia is a motherfucker man oh yeah and when she kind of turned around and dude yeah and we saw the the wah, the name, and the 33, the font, I was just like, yo, maybe they're not as bad as I thought.
1: Immediately.
0: Maybe they're not so bad. And like we said, I mean, not to give too much away, we've always been like, yo, that color scheme is fucking dope. Mm-hmm. But...
1: <laughs> what like, are you doing here? What
0: else is there? Yeah. Can you give me something else? And we find out it's its not... We 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 warmed up really quickly.
1: Very quick.
0: You know? Now we're now we're, we're looking softies, at softies, damn it! Yeah, now we're looking at abs sweaters. I have one in my top five right now. <laughs> we were just talking about on air, or, you know, before we got on the air, and I, I I I told you I think I know I've got my three. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is still a a flex spot. I have not yet canned the idea of that Nate McKinnon.
1: It's it's a good like it how is do you not
0: you know. And after this weekend, when they had the Lake Tahoe games oh. and I saw them, In I was practice. like, oh man, with the burgundy pant. Yeah. I was like, that's so good. Yes. It, it, God damn, they look good. I was like, okay. Damn you, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe there's, so I'm not all locked into all my purchases yet. Mm-hmm. There's still some flexibility there. I think I got two locks
1: and I'm deciding whether I want a third lock or not. So
0: dude it it i i can't wait man i can't wait <laughs> it'll be
1: christmas in march. again
0: march april ish yeah. yeah i mean once we get everything straight dude i need to hurry up cuz we're what february 22nd now i need to i need to make my decisions and lock them in so that whenever it's like okay let's do this I've got them, and I don't have to do like the cram and rush deliberation of staying up till two thirty in the morning, (laughs) flipping through sweaters. Yeah, like oh, I gotta put them all next to each other so I can see, (laughs) you know. And then like what? But what hats do I have? What do I have that can go with it now? Like I can't. I like be ready, man. (laughs) And I need to keep reminding myself of this. I really, really do. But I've done a terrible job so far because I keep flip flopping with that last one. I'm like, oh, I've got one to play with, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like. You know, fucking A. So well,
1: I just ate up all your time. So it's all good. It's all good.
0: Key lime pies. <laughs> I love talking key lime pies always. We this is I think three weeks in a row on the pod that a key lime pie has come up. Good and, for us. Uh, right? I, I mean I'm just saying, investors could be you. Any key lime even if it's the freezer plastic fork kind, you know, hit hit your boy it's up. It's
1: still key lime. It's, it's just
0: I would love a key lime pie to sponsor the sponsor the pod. I might get on that shit. <laughs> um So we'll delve into the one shit a little bit here. Again, you can follow Gear Freaks on IG and Twitter at Gear Freaks Pod. New episodes are available every Tuesday on all podcast platforms. So uh, it finally happened, people, last Wednesday. It finally happened. It finally happened. I was at work. The way I found out, Justin, actually, was when you texted me, he's gone with several exclamation marks. That's how I found out because I was at work. And, again, the reception is kind of spotty in there. Uh And I had gotten to the point where anytime you I heard a ding – or any sort of alert noise, I would I didn't give a fuck who was around, <laughs> government or whatever. I pulled my phone out and looked, because I'm like, one of these times it's gonna be the trade. It's him. It's
1: gotta go. And it's gotta go. I
0: pulled my phone out and I saw you text me. He's gone. And I was like, oh. So like I immediately I pulled like a like a girl at a bar. I went to the bathroom. I was like, who I have to go look. Like I had to hide from everybody. <laughs> and I immediately went to like the handicap stall because they have the most room. And uh <sighs> Why did I have to put that detail in there? I don't know. I mean,
1: give them everything. (laughs) Give them everything. But I'm not
0: lying. I did go in there. That's what
1: happened. And you gave a reason.
0: What is gained by that detail? Like, I'm not like sprawling out on the floor (laughs) playing at my phone on a warehouse bathroom. (laughs) So, anyway, I go, God forbid, thank God there's nobody crippled in the warehouse, or I would have been taking away from them to try to get reception to check Adam Schefter's Twitter. To find out this fucking trade, and we trade Carson Wentz away for a third rounder in this year's draft and a second uh, conditional first in next year's draft that becomes a first rounder if Carson plays 75% of his fucking snaps. So
1: basically, Philly bought Indy some uh, Starbucks. Yep. They're like, here we go. (laughs) All right.
0: We got a vending machine in return, (laughs) and it feels so weird, dude. It feels so weird. Like, it, it... all I wanted was a first rounder. That's it. That is it. And that second can become a first if he stays healthy. But the first thought that ran through my head was when I saw, like, the parameters of how it was conditional, like, I know what's going to happen here. He's going to play. Because ideally, in a, it, what what an Eagles fan wants in this trade is Carson to stay healthy, you know, play the 75%, you know, What's 12. So, yeah, about is 12, snaps 13 or game? games. Games. Uh Snap. I think they Ish. worded it as snaps. Okay. So, but basically, you know, if he starts, you know, whatever. Um, I know it's 70% of the snaps in the playoffs. I think they use the same terminology during the regular season as well. But, like, okay. You know, ideally, what you want if you're an Eagles fan is he stays healthy for the remainder of the season so you don't have to worry about it. But, they Like, the Colts are good enough to kind of hang in playoff contention, but down the stretch they fucking shit themselves. Mm-hmm. So we get a higher pick, of course. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, the most, especially the way these last couple months have gone, right? The most Eagle fan, the most Philly thing to happens is going to be he's going to play the entire season. You know, week one through... 10, 11, whatever, and somebody's going to fucking – he's going to get hurt week 12.
1: 69% of the games. Yep.
0: He's going to get hurt, and it's its going to fucking linger, and he's not going to come back, and he's going to be done for the goddamn year. And you're like, so we just traded this motherfucker that there were murals all over the goddamn link for, and we got a two and a three for him. Unreal everything it should end up being a first because it's not that hard. Indianapolis has a team. Mm-hmm. They just made the playoffs with old ass Philip Rivers who has nine kids doesn't cuss and throw sidearm. <laughs> Carson should be able to get them there. But
1: <laughs> the Philly in you is I, like you I've know.
0: seen this for 32 years, bro. Like I
1: <laughs> I got to say like from from <laughs> this standpoint, my initial thought was oh, he's gone. Good. Yeah, of course. Again, me not being a football guy, I looked at the trade, and I'm like, uh... And then I (laughs) laughed, because if I didn't know you, this would be the funniest thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. The fact that they dragged it out, and then, so, it's funny that Carson didn't get his way, right? Right. He didn't go wherever wherever he wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Philly didn't get their way because yep. they dragged their feet. And
0: well, that's yeah, dude. It's like we're they put out all these things of, and I just remember I was thinking back to a couple weeks ago when this thing first came out, and there was a tweet from uh, Natalie Iganoff who I believe works for the Fanatic, maybe it's the Inquirer. I should fucking know this as an Eagles fan, but she's some member of some Philly outlet. Um. And she tweeted out, and I posted it on the gram, like, I'm hearing uh, Nick Foles, Tariq Cohen, in the first rounder is close. And I remember being like, yo, and that was the night before the Super Bowl. And I remember, because when I saw that tweet, I had a buzz, mm-hmm. and I was outside having a cigarette, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, again, first rounder was all the fuck I wanted. Everything else was ancillary bullshit. Mm-hmm. Come to think, I I don't know why I wanted a first rounder so bad because we still have the guy that survived the nuclear holocaust as our GM. So it's like, do we really trust this motherfucker? But I, in 32 years, and you know how the draft cocaine is for me, we've never had two first rounders, man. Mm. So I'm like, yo, that would be so fucking cool to have multiple first round picks. Like, it's awesome.
1: Maybe. I would love that.
0: Right. Maybe. If Howie doesn't fuck them up. Yeah. It can accelerate the rebuild. Yeah. Because that's what this is. This team is a mess. Like, there is no way. Uh, I was on Twitter the other night and I can't remember who it was. Somebody's like, oh, best case scenario for the Birds. And I comment, like, I can't the the absolute best case scenario I could see is eight and eight. And I think that's being like Mother Teresa level generous. I, I there's no fucking way. But that could still win you that division. Oh, it could. <laughs> 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 six and ten could win that fucking division. <laughs> so I'm, I'm half hoping because there's a lot of quarterbacks. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out next year. Mm. I shouldn't say a There's a couple coming out next year I like a lot, more so than this. I do not want to go quarterback. There's all this shit that we're going to go quarterback at six. So help me fucking God if we do.
1: You ran your boy out of town. Yes. And you, during the season, went with your guy from last year. <laughs> yeah. Don't do not do him like that. Give him the season. Just give him the season.
0: This dude, I have this eerie feeling that we are going to take. So Carson Wentz went to North Dakota State, mm-hmm. right? I have this just awful feeling that, because there's a first-round prospect of quarterback this year coming out from North Dakota State. Trey Lance, and I, I I do not want this guy. Mm. Even take the North Dakota State thing out of it. I Like, I just don't know. I think he played one game this year. Like, I don't want him. And it is the most fucking Eagles thing ever to – because Trevor Lawrence is going to go one to Clemson. or Trevor Lawrence is going to go one to Clemson. From Clemson is going to go number one to Jacksonville. I think Zach Wilson from BYU goes two to the Jets or somewhere in that window. I don't want his ass anyway. Justin Fields is probably the most intriguing. If I had to pick one gun to my head, who do you want? It'd be Justin Fields from Ohio State, and I don't even really want him. But He's at Ohio State, right? Exactly. <laughs> Along and, others. right. You know, and those three guys, I think, like somebody's going to trade up between two, and there's going to be movement in the top five. Somebody's going to move up to get one of these quarterbacks. I think. You know, because that's just what happens. And there's four of them in this draft, probably five that are going to go in the first round, and teams are going to be tripping over themselves to get it. So I'm hoping to God this doesn't happen. But I have this fucked up feeling that Trey Lance goes six, that we take him. And I cannot shake it. I haven't had literal nightmares about it yet, but it's probably going to happen. The draft's over two months away. And I'm just like, you know, man, this is the most Howie fucking thing to do. And I don't trust this guy to like hit a home run with his pick that he should. And I've seen the argument of, oh, trade back and accumulate as many picks as you can, and I understand that logic. But, like, it's six, you should be able to take a guy that is elite.
1: A franchise-changing player. That's
0: it, man, and it goes a long way toward the rebuild. Like, this is not a team that picks in the top ten a lot. Yeah. When you do, you got to take advantage of that shit. I mean, I think we're probably going to be doing it a couple times in the next <laughs> few years but the last time we picked this high was when we took Lane Johnson at 4th overall in 2013 and he's been a fucking pro bowl all pro level right tackle for us. I mean, he has, you know, he's done the juice a couple times and he's been injured and shit, but other than that like that's paid off. Like that's what you need. You
1: really and need there... a trench somebody in the trenches who's
0: right motivate the team. And and it dude, it it I I love that this episode is going to get the hell out of the way tonight, <laughs> and it can be just two months of just methamphetamine draft, because it's it's going to be, it's probably going to be a shit show, man, and I just, I have this fucked up feeling that it's going to be Trey Lance, and, you know, I'm probably going to die Is he <laughs> of is, alcohol poisoning. Is he like another
1: gunslinger type or is he just like a he's kind of passer?
0: he's like the mobile he's one of these new trendy quarterbacks like the league's trending toward kind of like the Kyler Murray's and Lamar Jackson's like a mobile dude mm. you know I haven't watched a shit ton of tape on him yet but from what I've seen like I mean he's okay at, at the college level at you know 1AA and shit but I Six overall, no fucking way. Like, Carson Wentz was a better prospect coming out of NDSU than this guy, and it's not even close. (laughs) And, like, we see how that played out. Like, just—
1: Just ran him out.
0: (laughs) uh, Yeah, just in terms of optics. Like, you cannot do that because it's just terrible. Like, you have no fucking awareness.
1: Which means that's what's gonna happen. But then it,
0: it, that right. Then I'm like, that's howie Roseman, though. That's how he it's the most Howie Roseman thing to do. Because Howie Roseman is insecure and because he probably has a tiny penis. He really likes, he really likes when people talk about the move he makes. He loves it. That's why he took Jalen Hurts. Mm. And that's why Screw we just had team. to make this move yeah. to to trade away Carson. Because Who cares how the team does? Fuck them. About me, right? I'm in the headlines. (laughs) Like I would argue, and this is what we've been laughing at the Cowboys forever because Jerry Jones and the meddling. You know, he's the GM. He does everything. He wants. He's on the radio once a week in Dallas talking shit. He wants to be seen before the team like eagles fan now we can't be hypocrites like Howie's doing the same shit no he's not doing weekly radio hits he's too much of a pussy i'll give jerry that jerry's plastic ass will go out there and be like yeah no i did this shit howie will just sit in the shadows and just do cocky shit and get cute you know and (laughs) hey i'm gonna take the guy with the skill set over the sure thing guy at the slot and then my head coach isn't going to use him at all and the way he should be used. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to take a quarterback in the second round too, even though I just paid the franchise "quote unquote" 109 million guaranteed. What kind of quarterback is
1: Hurts? Is he a mobile guy, or is
0: he Hurts? Can run, man, but he's not. What you kind of, I'm okay. I will still prefer. You got to have a guy that can move in the pocket, that can step up in the pocket, that can evade the pressure. I am not one of these guys that falls in love with these mobile quarterbacks. I'm not. Kyler Murray will not last. Lamar Jackson will not last. Like, Lamar Jackson won MVP unanimously last year for Baltimore or in 2019. Like, that was awesome. But you could start, like, to see him. That's There's a reason Michael Vick didn't last, right? Because these run first. Yes, exactly, man. Like, these quarterbacks, that's first instinct is backyard football. I'm going to take off and run. That shit doesn't work in the NFL, man. These defensive coordinators are too smart. There's sub packages. They fucking move guys around. They can spy you. Like they, these dudes live in a film room and eat meals out of styrofoam boxes all the time. Mm. You're not like your feet aren't going to beat them on a regular basis because they're going to figure out a way to fucking shut you down. But I like having that element, that threat there. It's the reason why Russell Wilson in Seattle is so good. Because he can run when he has to. Mm -hmm. But he's going to – before he takes off and runs, unless the pocket completely collapses around him, before he takes off and uses his feet, he's going to drop back, set his feet. He's going to go through his progressions. If there's nothing there, if the defense isn't giving him anything, now he takes off and runs. That I'm all for.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And Hurts is kind of – He's not – I'm not going to say Hertz is Russell Wilson, but, like, Hertz is comfortable getting his feet set in the pocket and throwing the ball. He's not run first. There were instances last year where he had no choice because the O-line was so fucking bad. And I think that was his best way in those four games to kind of settle himself in Mm -hmm. because I think it's kind of a crutch when you play the game that way. Like, you're more comfortable. There's less risk when you take off running as opposed to, like, okay, if I throw the ball. You know what I mean? If I, if I take off running, now I have to trust my talent and my speed and my instincts. I can get eight yards that way. But can I can I time this this post corner to hit the fucking receiver when he makes his break? And, you know, that – I like Hurts. I, I didn't think he sucked. I don't think he was awesome. But I know this much. There's been film or, you know, clips coming out of him – He's been grinding, man. He's been working. And while Carson Wentz has been doing all his bullshit and fucking hiding and not saying anything and, you know, whatever else, Jalen Hurts has been working. And that alone for me is enough to go, you know what? Give the fucking kid a year. Yeah, Give him a year. Just, I'm not willing to commit to him any more than – any beyond 2021. But two things happen if you roll with Jalen Hurts this year. One, he surprises the fuck out of everybody mm-hmm. and has a killer fucking sophomore year. Like you said, eight and eight could very well win the division. Again, I don't envision that being the case, but let's just play hypotheticals. This is one of the two options if you go with Hurts for a full 16 games. He surprises people. You're viable. There's hope there. Or he's not really that great, he doesn't develop too well him and Sirianni don't mesh or whatever the case may be. It just doesn't click. We go four and 12. Okay. Now he's not the guy with this coaching staff. Anyway, that's not to say he can't go anywhere else and be anything, but you know, it's not a fit here, at least for the franchise quarterback QB one, we can keep him as a backup. Sure. For another year or two until his rookie contract runs out. But now we know and we're gonna be bad enough to where we're picking high enough that we can go get one of these guys next year, a Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler, Keaton Slovis, these dudes that are you view more as quote unquote franchise quarterbacks. Mm. There is no there's no there's no risk there to me, because we're not fucking winning the Super Bowl this year. No. You know? So and it it sets up to more importantly, you just brought in Nick Sirianni to be head coach of this team and you give him, okay, here's the keys to the car. Uh, We're going to entrust you to fix the franchise. The franchise goes, you bring him over here because he was in Indianapolis where he ended up going because that was where Frank Reich went. That's the coach that baby fuck Carson liked. (laughs) So we bring Sirianni in for this reason. Now Sirianni – who already didn't ingratiate himself too well to this fan base with his his press conference less to, you know less thinking equals talent takeover <laughs> you know you have that and now you you put him in a situation where now you're you're putting your new head coach that ideally you're going to trust for the next three to five years to help dig this team out of this rut. In an ideal world, along with the front office, dumb fuck Howie Roseman, in a cohesive world, world ideally, and I know it's not a utopia, but that would be what, hap- what would happen. But Howie Roseman's piece of shit. But you can't like to throw your new head coach into this situation too, where okay, I come here, I'm answering all these questions about Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, who's the starter, who are you going to commit to, you know, and he's going, I'm not committing to anybody. Like I just got here. There's now reports out there that Carson and Sirianni had a conversation, and basically the upshot from what three sources told uh, Joe Santoliquido, who works for phillyvoice.com, was basically that the conversation, the theory was that it went, no disrespect, Coach Sirianni, but I just don't think it's going to work out. So you have that or something similar Mm -hmm. already that he's dealt with. Okay, now you have Jalen Hurts, who showed flashes of, again, the spark, you know, Of being at least moderately capable of some success in this league. And now you're going to put your new head coach in another situation where he's got to decide, like, there's another, like, homegrown quarterback controversy on his hands? Why? Like, don't do that to this man. If The best way to have everybody in this fucking organization to succeed is to just take a year, cut cap space, which is what we're doing, dig yourselves out of salary cap hell, You know, Malik Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Thank fuck Deshaun Jackson's gone. Alshon Jeffrey's going to be out of here too. Reports came out just before we went on. You know, they're they're, it wasn't a secret that we were going to have to cut dudes because we're in salary cap fucking hell. Three stages of hell or whatever the match was back in the day that they used to do. That is like, we're in fucking 10 stages of salary cap hell. (laughs) It's bad. But you can't put this entire plus you're bringing in rookies you're bringing in at at six you're going to bring in a top flight prospect now you're bringing in elite talent at the college level into a disaster situation like this shit needs to be stabilized fucking now and you're not doing yourself any favors if you just go, yeah, no, we'll bring in another quarterback. Because this is the same dumb fuck who goes, we're going to be a quarterback factory. And then a year later, what happens? We're going to get rid of the franchise and we're going to keep the guy that we took in the second round to make the franchise insecure. <laughs> fuck, man.
1: Well, and why wouldn't you just go with a guy who's had NFL snaps instead of bringing somebody else in?
0: Right. And and it. what kills me is, you know, I think that – the best way and again this goes back to with Carson and I don't know how I will say this and I you know you were here every week I defended Carson I you know the guy had to walk past a statue of a backup quarterback every day I was not on board with the Jalen Hurts pick and this was before I knew the the fucking the, the final chapter and now here I am saying give him a year you know but at the time it made no sense and it Still, even more so with the benefit of hindsight, it didn't make any fucking sense, right? Mm -hmm. So, but that being said, if you're going to pay a guy 128 million, 109 guaranteed over four years, you should know, and this goes back to Howie, you should know the guy you're giving all this money to. You should know his mental makeup enough to where you go, if I make this pick, if I bring in fucking Jalen Hurts, if I draft him here, is that going to fuck with his psyche? Because you – if and if you don't know him that, then why are you breaking him off that much money? Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, the most obvious comparison I I can think of is Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, you know, who is the first ballot Hall of Fame, one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. And I'm not putting – let me just say now, I'm not putting him and Wentz in the same category because they're fucking not. But they used their first-round pick to draft Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State. They didn't use it to put – another weapon around Aaron Rodgers or to to you know draft a, a piece even on defense that could bolster the defense it they took his predecessor just like they did Brett Favre when they took him yeah and Aaron Rodgers came out and goes all right motherfucker he comes out wins the MVP goes 13 and 3 with Green Bay leads him to the one seed in the NFC and in my opinion, outplayed Tom Brady in the NFC Championship. I understand they lost, but Brady threw three picks in that game. Aaron Rodgers did not. So, and again, I'm not – I don't want to turn this into let shit on the guy that won seven Super Bowls, but (laughs) point being, you can challenge it one of two ways. Aaron Rodgers as a competitor went, all right, motherfucker, and Carson just wilts, you know, and pouts and and, and just goes, I want out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, man, like in in, in any relationship or whatever it is, if you're at a job or a marriage or whatever, like if one if one party wants out It's already over. There ain't nothing you can do. And it was clear that Carson wanted fucking out of here. Long before Peterson ever got fired. Now we know this. There was a report that came out over the weekend. Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz did not speak for eight to nine weeks during the year.
1: That's going to go well.
0: Right. And we wonder why this year was such a fiasco fuck, right? Like, first of all, that shouldn't even be possible.
1: There's no reason. Like, one is the head coach and the other is your starting quarterback. Right.
0: And you're making, I hate to be, you're making that much money guy, but this is. You're making that much fucking money. Dude, you know how many people I talk with at work every day that I don't fucking like? (laughs) A lot. But I deal with them because.
1: It's the job. Here we are, man. We're here together.
0: Here we are. So until we get to the finish line that is 4 o'clock, if we cross paths, I'm going to at least go, hey, how you doing? It doesn't mean deep down I care, you know, but.
1: <laughs> you don't have to answer.
0: Right, you know, And it, but I mean, at the same time, like, I'm not, if you tell me, like, oh, it's going really bad right now, I need to talk to somebody. I'm not just going to keep walking either, because at the end of the day, even though I can Human? be gruff and whatever, right, like, I'm, there is a layer deep down, Side note, is there a bigger piece of shit in the world that when you see somebody out in public, whether it's somebody you know, you work with, whatever, be it at a store, anywhere, you look at them, you know, you you make eye contact, right? Mm And you go, Hey, how you doing? And they just go good and keep walking. I hate, I fucking hate the people that, that don't at least go, how about you? Or what about you? Yeah. I hate that because like if I don't know you. I don't fucking care how you're doing. I'm just trying to be courteous and go about my day. Or
1: at least tag a thanks. At least tag a thanks.
0: Right, right. And I'm not, yeah, and I'm not sugarcoat stuff guy, but in those moments, I think it's ignorant if the stranger doesn't sugarcoat it. Like, lie to me too that you want to know how my day's going, (laughs) motherfucker. Because I could want to fucking stab somebody and I'm just going to tell you good so I don't tip you off, (laughs) you know? But I hate that in somebody. You
1: You can't. I'm fine. That's the same as blowing somebody off. Yeah. You might as well have just not said anything. Same vibe. I would
0: prefer you like extend, even in this era of social distancing, touch my forehead with a middle (laughs) finger. Just run it from my forehead to my nose. I'd (laughs) be like, all right, cool. I get it. At least you had the balls to let me know what was up. Mm -hmm. Now I respect you as a human being, and I'm going to go about my day and buy... (laughs) cosmic brownies or whatever else we're going to talk about you know what i mean like i but i do i hate that shit man but again how many people do you got to deal with every day that you don't like well
1: right now not many right but you know yeah normally yeah
0: yeah and dude making one 109 million guaranteed's going nah
1: i'm not going to talk to this other guy who made a lot of money too
0: right i can't be bothered with this shit wow you fucking dick wow I uh I wanted to touch on this real quick, and uh, we'll get out of here. I don't know. This, this made me laugh. I don't know. I saw earlier, so Carson wore number 11 with us, mm-hmm. obviously. Indianapolis, the Colts have a receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. He was a second-round pick last year, had a nice rookie year. He wears number 11. I guess Carson inquired – Or, you know, the conversation – maybe Carson didn't inquire. I don't want to misspeak. But I guess the conversation was had about the number. And I guess Pittman was basically like, no, bro, I'm I'm locked into 11. And Carson goes, oh, it's fine, man. I was going to pick another number anyway. Like, Uh I love the fact – yeah, dude. I love the fact that his new teammates are already kind of being like, no, man. Like, just sticking it to him a little bit. And it's not huge, but – Like Chris Godwin for Tampa, shout out Penn State alum. Love that guy. He wore number twelve for the last few years since Tampa drafted him. When Brady, when they signed Brady, he didn't even just out of respect for the genetic engineered butt chin fuck.
1: Whatever's happening. You know,
0: (laughs) right. Avocado, tequila, prick. (laughs) He just acquiesced. Great word. Um he goes, you know what? You're Brady. I'm going to give you the number 12, and he moved to number 14. Good number. It, right? <laughs> you know? and But at the same time, like, that's Brady, man. Yeah. You're Carson Wentz. He
1: ain't done shit. You just, he right. didn't even win the Super Bowl that you won.
0: No, right, exactly. You know, you, all you did was throw a tantrum, and they got you out of town for, you know, a cotton candy vendor. <laughs> Sorry,
1: dude. You know, like... Looks like you're number 10 now. And
0: then, yeah, I was going to pick a different number anyway. No, you weren't. (laughs) That guy that uses that is 100% of the time full of shit. If he like if his if his decibel level gets higher, and he goes, "Oh, it's cool. I was gonna blah 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 fill in the blank anyway." He was not going to blah 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 fill in the blank anyway. He secretly hates you Mm -hmm. for not doing whatever it is he requests of you. And now he's not going to throw to you. No, he is not going to throw to Michael Pittman Jr. ever. Do not draft him on your fantasy team. Which is
1: smart, I guess.
0: (laughs) It is, but that like, and it's all starting to come to light now, man. Because like it. It, 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 it's it's just funny, man. Like, watching guys and hearing all these reports that now Eagles locker room guys are kind of like, ah, we're not really mad he's out of here. And you go back and you see, like, the missed time jumps from Alshon Jeffrey, whose best skill is being able to high point the ball. Mm. Now all of a sudden he forgets how to fucking jump against Cleveland when he's double covered with a wounded duck in the air that he could have easily grabbed out of the air on a fourth down. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that it is, but it, you know how you look back, like, you know, Hindsight is 2020, my friend. Yeah, and you're like, uh, I don't know. A little weird. Yeah. A little weird, you know? Oof.
1: How bad do you got to be that they're just will forego the season, essentially?
0: Right. Well, it's crazy, man, because I was listening to um, it, it. It was funny to see some of the former teammates. Uh, Chris Long, who's got a podcast, The Green Light Pod, free plug to him. Um, not that he fucking needs it, <laughs> but like the news broke when he was recording and he was thrilled for Carson guys like Tory Smith uh, receiver on the Super Bowl team like guys were like stoked as fuck for him. So like that to me didn't speak more of like and there's people that will say like Carson's a good dude. He just needs he's got a lot of shit to work on, mm. which is code for everything else that's come out in terms of him being quasi uncoachable to me is true. And But I took that more so as just seeing the jubilation from Chris Long, Torrey Smith, guys like that. I took that as, because, I mean, these guys were here for the Super Bowl, so it wasn't that long ago. They played with Carson. They were there. They got the ring. I take that as, like, that to me speaks to the culture, the disaster that the birds are in, like within the organization at the yeah. NovaCare complex. Like, okay, why else would they be so happy that he's getting out of this situation but still we're still kind of like speaking in code around howie roseman more or less like it's just it's ironic to me it's very very weird and i took note of that um terrible return on investment obviously for carson wentz when you you know again this is howie roseman traded up uh he traded two first rounders a second rounder a third and a fourth for carson yeah dude and in return i'll put it so to put in perspective bro we got more for Sam Bradford than we did for Carson Wentz. Deep. Baggy sleeves Bradford, dude. Wow. We got more. And now, of course, I mean, the contract plays a role in that. Mm-hmm. But it, Wentz is way more talented than Bradford is. He was. was. Bradford just robbed a lot of teams of millions of dollars. <laughs> like, I will say this. Wentz has all the fucking talent in the world all the talent in the world, it's his mental that clearly is the issue. And it just goes to show, like, that shit, it matters. Culture matters in sports. Like, you know, that and the mental. its The game of football is every bit mental as it is. More so mental, to me, in my opinion, than it is physical. I mean, I know when I played. It's a
1: chess match. Dude,
0: yeah, I was never the biggest, fastest, strongest motherfucker ever. Ever. I mean, I didn't amount to shit playing career-wise. But, I mean, (laughs) I don't know, man. You know, I played for 10 years at least. You know, I played against some dudes that were in the NFL, like, and I was never the biggest, fastest, strongest. so there had to be like a, I mean, I've always had a screw loose anyway, but like, you have to, like, your mental is everything. If you don't have that right, you can go out there and get seriously fucked up. Yeah. Really fucked up. Even if, even if you do have a right, you can still get fucked up, but that basically is just sign your own death warrant. You know, hey, here, have applesauce for the rest of my life. I'm in. I'm going to go out here and not be 100% emotionally invested physically or mentally and just have dudes that are, you know, 6'5", 300 pounds, built like shit ton brick houses, just fling themselves at my body. And then oh, I'm yeah. going to go sit in a cold tub. Yeah. You know, not not a bright move. Not a bright move. So look forward to uh, discussing the draft in the coming, you know, eight weeks Cannot wait. Cannot wait. The draft cannot get here quick enough. Um, the only good thing I will say about this, and I don't even know that it's a good thing necessarily. Justin, do we have the draft sounder handy? Um, I don't know if I told you beforehand. If not, I think this is becoming a new gimmick, on-the-fly draft sounds, just so we can work it into the into the pod each and every week. The good news of this trade is, and it's very, very, very mild, mild good news, Okay. Again, I would have preferred the first rounder to be this year. I get why the Colts wanted it to be conditional, of course. And if you're Chris Ballard, you won this trade far and away. But the first rounder this year, why I wanted it so bad was because at the end of the day, um, it it you're delaying a piece from your own rebuild. It, it, the rebuild starts now. So now you get you would get the first rounder in theory a year sooner, thus accelerating the rebuild. So nonetheless, now we have to kick the tires this year and hopefully get two first rounders next year. But in the meantime, for this draft, what we have is four picks in the top 85. Not bad. Not bad. Now, first round right now, we've got the sixth overall pick, obviously. In the second round, it amounts to the 38th overall pick. Third round, Pick number 70 is our own pick. The 85th overall pick is the Carson Wentz pick. So it's it's not great. It's not awesome. Not the return you want, especially when you give up two ones, a two, a three, and a four for a guy, for fuck's sake. But what's done is done. Carson wanted out of here. At the end of the day, we can sit here forever and focus on how bad Howie Roseman fucked this up. If you're listening to this pod, you know – what a fuck up Howie Roseman is and that he is the catalyst of this situation we are in right now, but here we sit with four picks in the top eighty five It's not the worst thing ever in a vacuum if you can get past this shitty return on investment, you know let's let's see it would be great if we could trust Howie Roseman to make these fucking picks. It would be great. It would be great if we got rid of the coach and we got rid of the quarterback and we also got rid of the cockroach GM. That is Howie Roseman that is still going to be responsible for making these four picks in the top 85. It would be great if it was somebody else in there. But two things can hopefully happen. One, you know, the rebuild happens and he's able to hit a home run or two or several, hopefully, right? He used to be able to draft. I don't know what happened. Oh, wait, the Super Bowl. Um, either that or we can hope that he bombs so bad that Jeff Lurie eventually looks at him and goes, yo, dude, I got to let your fucking ass go. I got to. I don't care what weird allegiance I feel for you and why you've survived everything else up to this point and you're still here. I got to let you go because now everybody is hanging outside of this complex with fucking pitchforks. I got to let you go. I'm not sacrificing my life completely for yours as I've sacrificed my checkbook for your life. So maybe not the worst thing ever, again, although it is a disaster. What are your thoughts? Give me a follow on Instagram, at GreasePolePodcast. I'm on Twitter, at Pod. Subscribe, rate, review. All that good stuff, every episode, is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes every Monday, which is where we're going to be for the next two months. Diving through all eight draft picks we've got so far, nine projected if you include compensatories, all of that coming over the next two months. I am thrilled to put this shit in the rear view. Carson's out of here. I'm done talking about him. I'm looking forward to the rebuild. You should be too. I will see you back here next week. As I look forward to moving on to draft talk, cannot wait. I'll see you back there then. It's draft season, ladies and gentlemen. As always, go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> looking like another grease pole night in Philly. Philly, no birds. go birds.